0: Hi, I'm Chris Roberts, and this is Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to yet another episode of Late Night Vacuum. I am one of the two hosts here, Grocky's. I'm the one that wears goggles and likes to hug things. And to my screen right is Duplar Thackeray. He also likes to wear
1: goggles and hug things, but uh, the police have asked him some questions about how he does it. I've actually given them a couple of diagrams because they really improve their own methods. Hi, everybody. How are you? I hope you're all well. Grax, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well. I gotta catch them all. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that.
0: Before we talk about
1: that, shall we harmonise, sir? We shall. In the count of three, one, two, three. Big Benny noodles, so yum, so well. So, my God, what a what a what a couple of weeks it's been. Um, uh, we were just, uh, chatting there, uh, uh, with, uh, with the chat, just saying, Look, you know, we, we actually, uh, thought with a four day weekend last week, it was going to be a fairly, uh, you know, kind of quiet ATV. <laughs> we, we were so wrong. Was we just. What he's politely saying is we royally fucked that. Yes, we, uh, actually, there's a difference between being fucked and royally fucked. Um, and again, the police have the diagrams. So, uh, before we get into all of that, um, what have you been up to this week? What have you been playing? Oh God. So both. Actually, we we'll go back to, to... And then what have you been playing? What have I been up to?
0: M- more keto diet, more walking, lots of walking. Mm. Um, I've been playing Dead by Daylight. Nice. I do enjoy doing the murderiness. With Dead by Daylight, as well as uh, occasionally when I'm in the murderers, I, I like to turn into Ella.
1: I've seen by you using wear my that voice modulator. Oh, by using the modulator,
0: oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. It, it's it's quite creepy. It gives the chat nightmares. I love uh, it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've been playing that. I played Star Citizen, of course. Mm. You know how, how can I stay away from my Star Citizen? And I've been playing sadly i haven't been able to go on long hunts with it i have to stick to wi-fi only but i've been playing pokemon go
1: i want to talk to you more about that in a separate section called we're grown adults why do we do this um uh but i also want to say you actually started this week with star citizen uh you started double fisting
0: Yes, yes, I thanks to you because you're insane. Now, currently have two T sixteen thousand M joysticks, so I am doing Ho-Sass, or hojaj, hands on joystick and joystick, or hands on stick and stick, however you want to say it. Um,
1: sass like sounds somewhat better. It does. Yeah. So I like. I, like I mean, Hossass I like. I like and I'm not one to judge, but. You sass. don't judge Hojaj? I don't judge the Hojaj. But uh, I like the it's
0: Nice. I like the snapping. Thanks. Well done. That that was impressive. Um, so yeah, I, I, I can work two sticks now. Um, if I get two more and I'm able to work four, then I'll make invent a, a new money. method of... Yeah, it, it, well, I'll do that by inventing a new method of compression because mm-hmm. middle out.
1: <laughs> uh uh so but how does it feel from because i know how it was for me but uh transitioning how was it the transition uh and what are the pros and uh, cons of it so far transition was
0: pretty easy um only con is that i have to relearn certain things like turning off my damn throttle whenever i jump into an area because it automatically sets me back to a hundred Mm. Like, if I do a quantum jump anywhere, I come out of quantum with 100 in my thrust. So when I had a throttle, if I moved it just a little bit to adjust my speed, it would reset it there immediately because I'm throttling. Instead, I have to shut that off because I use strafe movement. So I'm just using strafe thrusters to speed up. It it counts as a different method of throttle. Um, The control, if I remember to do that, is great. Mm. except even though I chose to invert because initially uh, there were a couple of of things for strafe movements for the stick that, like, if I twist it clockwise, it was strafe up, and counterclockwise was strafe down. Mm. To me, that's backwards. I want to do counterclockwise and clockwise because it's my left hand. Okay. And also to go forward, I have to pull the stick back, and to go backwards, I push the stick forward. Mm-hmm. I don't want it that way. I wanted to invert it. Okay. So I tried to invert it, and the invert settings did nothing. Really? It didn't mean jack. Yeah. It didn't mean anything to the stick. It didn't do any. Oh, like, wow. Like, back is still forward, and forward is still back, and the twists
1: are still Did reversed you reversed go in and I modify the XML direct, or was it just through the interface? I tried both. Nothing it didn't out. do anything. Last word. No, did you flag it's still it? picking up
0: the thrust that way. Yeah, I, there, was a, there, there was already an issue council thing about it, so.
1: Okay. The um, what was interesting was like yeah this happens. What was interesting for me, and I was kind of curious about how it was for you, is that I actually had a T sixteen hundred and I had an X fifty uh, five, and uh, I was having prob Now I've moved my fifty five, and now I've got a uh, I've got a warthog on the cheap. Um, but it was because I started twisting my sticks at the same time. Um, and I, I just couldn't deprogram myself of that, but you were okay.
0: Yeah, I don't do that at all. I, if I need to turn my right hand goes, if I need to do something else, my left hand goes, it, it, they're completely separate actions, but I also did percussion in like orchestra and part of that is getting separate things. So it's like starting here Mm. so that you're actually doing opposite motion. Stuff like that, so that you have independent movement of hands. My problem is if I try to do pedals and that at the same time, yeah. my foot sometimes likes to go in time to my hands. Then things get screwed up. My I can't separate my foot completely, which is why I never went
1: like to be a drummer. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. My 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 twin is used to be a very good drummer. He's got that down pat. I I can't do shit um so 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 that's what you've been playing uh and you've also been playing pokemon yes. go yes um so this is uh this is now officially yeah we're just having a conversation in chat by the way about gracky's manly sensuality um uh, oh, it's true well it is you are you're a natural. i have a lovely mask that was <laughs> exactly what i was about to say
0: um, <laughs> we, we've been doing the show so long now that we're starting to just, it's there. It's yeah. there. Um, Although I am having a manly hair debate. Do I grow it long and then get like, uh, you know, the, the hair, uh, what's it called? Um, hair. you know, it's, it comes hair. in a can. Yeah. Dapper Dan stuff, you, you know, to hair. to slick your hair back.
1: Oh, hair.
0: Is it called hair? I think it's called hair. Oh, there's other brands, I guess. Um, it's not called hair. I don't know what the hell is okay. called. I can't remember the word for okay,
1: it. Okay, so while we're doing this recording, Grappies, I want you to put a poll up giving two options for what to do with your hair, and let the the chat vote on it, and we'll see how it goes. I was
0: gonna, t- I was gonna tweet it.
1: And put oh, a so poll you, up on Twitter well, because you,
0: you can do that. There's an there's an easy way to do this. Can you see it?
1: Um, yes, I can. Uh, gentle listener, um, uh, he has turned the chair around, um, leaned forward slightly, and shown me his ring. Yeah, the hair has disappeared from the top of my head
0: more so than I thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you're you're getting possi- That looks like a tonsure.
0: I, I look like uh, you know a monk.
1: Yeah, that's that's what, what it, they have. That's a tonsure.
0: That's what that is. That's what it's called. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, Bala Dragon deedee is, deedee says deedee my deedee vote deedee is to shave
1: it all off. So yes, do that and become the new kingpin. That's one of the two options: so, shave it off and become the kingpin.
0: So okay, hair choice. Sorry, everybody. See,
1: well, this is we, we've derailed. But let's let's work on this. We've de- we've
0: yeah we have we've derailed a bit, but. I can't do a mohawk because of where it is. It it won't. It's just missing there, so it doesn't work. So, hair choices grow super long and slick. Back like a villain. Shave it all off. Also, like a villain.
1: They they both are bad guy hairstyles, I've realized. I know what I want to see you as. I want to see you bold. Okay, pull has started. Okay. Vote two. There we are. Job done. Um. Okay, so. Vote two like a villain. <laughs> um. Oh, well, we know what's happening now, Grappies. And then I'm going to hold the, hold the choice that wins hostage to a donation goal. <laughs> okay, we'll make that happen. Um, we'll talk about that later, uh, in like the of the podcast. Um, so, yeah, so I've been playing Pokemon Go, and then we'll talk about Star Citizen, but... Um, you have as well. Yeah. What now, level are you? Okay, well, so I'm just going to fire it up right now. Uh, I am level seven. What
0: Ooh, are you, you're two levels ahead of me. Oh, really? Um, I... I don't have a phone plan currently. I'm, ah, I'm tethered, okay. okay. So I can only use my phone for Wi-Fi, or I can do it like I have a house phone. Okay. So I, I just.
1: There are things we can talk. So I about. can't
0: wander. I can't wander except if they have Wi-Fi in an area.
1: So I like walk to hotspots, yeah, and do that. Um, you like a villain shaped for the very first time. Thank you, more power. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, so. Pokemon Go came out. Um, it didn't come out to the UK for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I sideloaded it, took... it onto my phone. Um, it took a while because the servers got absolutely rammed more than they thought. Who knew? Uh, in one weekend, they added 7.5 billion dollars onto the stock price of Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, um, I heard it, it jumped what 25, 30 yeah. percent. And uh, it's a useless game. There's really no underlying thing behind it. But oh yet. my god, yet. Uh but oh my god, yes, what a game. Um I officially it officially released yesterday. So I've gone from level one to or level zero to level seven in like the last couple of days. Um well done. Thank you. Uh a lot of it has to do with uh spending lunchtime in the park yesterday uh with a lure Uh, somebody put down just collecting tons of Pokemon. Oh Um, man, that's a good combo. It got to the point that I I just came back after a two-kilometer walk uh, around my neighborhood to do this recording. (laughs) Um, And it's like, oh my God, I am so having so much fun with it. Um, And there's a couple of Pokestops around me and there's a couple of gyms around me as well. So, at uh, some point tomorrow, I'm just going to go out into the park and, and uh, you know, have some gym battles. And it's really cool walking around seeing other Pokemon players. Because you can tell and you give each other the nod. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the nod? Are you kidding me? I had a direct question. And I didn't oh yeah. have my phone out.
1: Oh, what did they say? Yeah. I walked
0: down to the corner store. The The closest corner store for me is like a three-mile three round-trip walk. Mm-hmm. So I walk down there, I walk in, I'm there to pick up vitamin water and I didn't have any protein at the moment. So I'm just like, all right, what can I get? That's keto friendly because they have like some food options at the at the corner store there and um, different like burgers and things I can get to and, and stuff I can order and they'll make it without bun. Mm. So I, I get there, I pay for the food and everything. I, w- I walk up to the counter and stuff. The guy behind the counter looks at me. Now, mind you, it could have been because I had the BNG shirt on, so Mm. it said Bad News Gaming on it. First words out of his mouth were, what level are you? Brilliant.
1: What level was he? Uh, He was 13. Mm. That's pretty good. Uh, So quickly in chat, we'll want to ask you a couple of questions, but Mammon uh, Lord is saying, Allure is pretty self-explanatory, but what is a Pokestop and Gym? So um, a Pokestop is, uh, like, on the game, it's a spinning, it's a, circus, it's a box that when you come closer to it, will unravel into, like, a, a rather futuristic-looking um, sea or some kind of uh, graphic that you can then touch and spin. And that will give you uh, items, so Pokéballs, Revives, Healing, Incubators, eggs, that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But what's interesting about the Pokestop stop is it's in places of interest. So um, I don't know. In the I forgot. In the US, do you have blue plaques?
0: Blue plaques? Yeah. You mean well, like historical landmark plaques? Yeah, yeah. They aren't typically blue. Not all over the place. Over, Some places in, they're blue, but in, in the, we in, we do have them on buildings yeah. and stuff. Yeah. In
1: the in the UK, they're 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 blue. So. Pretty much, almost every blue plaque is a Pokestop, or like makes uh, sense. For example, I live down the road from um, what used to be a palace. Um, so there's the palace gates. There's uh, objects of art, Banksy items, uh, anything that's like of of interest becomes a Pokestop. Banksy's so... been in the UK too. Are you joking me? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh f- fuck you. Um the um and so yeah, so so you can kind of what's nice is you walk around and you see and discover new things. Like I found something out about the my neighborhood and uh and areas of interest that I never knew existed. It was like wow. Uh, and a Poke Gym. Do you want to explain a pokey Gym? Uh, yes, the gyms are
0: also usually at major locations. Uh, airports sometimes have them, malls, uh, large clusters of people. Uh, you can get them at universities, at uh, stadiums, and sometimes parks. they're just kind of random. Yeah, parks and stuff. Usually where you can get a large cluster of people and people in range without having to go inside. What the gyms are is essentially there are three teams. Uh, I can't remember the three of them. It's like Valor, Mystic, and... Instinct. uh, Instinct, thank you. It's blue, yellow, and red. Essentially the three original colors. Uh, I only count blue and red. Screw you, yellow. But um, you pick your team, and then what can happen is your team, and also you can take over gyms. You set your Pokemon to go and fight, and what you go and battle is somebody who has left a Pokemon there to essentially guard the gym. Now it isn't like the the main game of Pokemon. You don't sit there and go back and forth choosing different attack options and actually battle it out. It's kind of this like weird, not really mini-game automated battle with tap, only tap, a couple tap. of combat options. Yeah, it's like yeah. tap the screen, tap the screen, tap the screen abilities go off, someone wins. But the types do matter for fighting and what you're fighting. Only one Pokemon's guarding a gym, but no, it's a place for people to fight over. Really, no. it's
1: multiple. Oh my god, yeah, it's multiple. there was only
0: at our locals. It was only one at each of them. No,
1: you can have up to six Pokemon in a gym. Oh, so ours only had one. There must so, have been an issue. So, well, what happens is that uh, when you so get, it's a full so so when you kind of go to a gym, imagine the gym has nothing in it, and you want to put in. So you put in your Pokemon. Other people from your team can uh, uh, battle. Oh, underscore says eight at the gym. Underscore is eight. I uh, think. Uh, you can put in other Pokemon. of your. So say, for example, I'm Team uh, Mystic. I can go to a Team yep. Mystic gym and I can battle my own team. And as I battle my own team, um, I increase the points and status of the Pokemon gym. So it goes from 1,000 to 2,000, 3,000, and so on. And every step allows another Pokemon to be added, which will make this t- the gym harder to take. Um, okay.
0: That's why they were at one, probably, because we don't have a ton of people <laughs> around here right now
1: fighting at some of the gyms that I was at.
0: Yeah. Um, and of course, underscores a gym leader.
1: Yeah. So I just don't know if, uh, if this can be shown on the camera, but... This is, like, a gym just down the road from me. You went yellow. No, I didn't. That's just the gym down the road from me. I'm missing it. Oh, okay. What are you?
0: Uh, which one's red again?
1: Uh, Valor. Valor, then. Yeah. Because that was the first cartridge I had. I had red. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, so it's great. I'm playing it, um... I may be playing a lot of it this weekend. This is going to be turkey. Uh <laughs> We'll see how it goes. But anyhow, moving on. S- Star Citizen. Um, last week, we saw in the Centennial Celebrations of ATV uh, a thing of beauty. We saw the Bengal. What was it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh.
0: We're already having people talking about their 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 pokemon teams yeah (laughs)
1: um so uh yeah so we saw the bengal i mean oh my god uh the bengal to the initiated is uh what how would you describe the ship um orgasm in spaceship form uh no seriously how would you describe the ship What is the ship? Orgasm and Spaceship. for? Oh,
0: how would I describe it to actually four people? Yes, 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 yes. Um, Okay. Think, uh, the best way to say it is if you've ever seen Battlestar Galactica, instead of the side pods for launching, take those and stuff them into the middle of the ship. So that's the landing bay where, where ships will take off and then come in the back and land it very much like an aircraft carrier. That's been enclosed. Yeah. Essentially. And extra decks added on top of it. Um, inside you can actually see very much like an aircraft carrier, the elevators that will raise ships up or lower them to store them below decks. Uh, above it is crew quarters and, um, yeah, living spaces and storage and command quarters and places for soldiers. And, uh, well, um, it's if anyone's played Star Citizen at this point, if you haven't, not sure how you found the podcast, but welcome. Um, However, take a look at a picture of Port Olisar. The Bengal is about the same length as Port Olisar is. It's it's a good chunk of the size of Port Olisar. So from end to end of Port Olisar, that is. Except fully armored out and about as wide and filled to the brim with ship after ship after ship after ship, after ship to launch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so to put it into context, the Bengal is the largest ship that can actually be controlled by players in the game in the persistent universe. It's a thousand meters in length. Um and it's basically got about ninety turrets and missile launchers it's got a hangar that can hold an idris which is a huge i mean hold it you know you couldn't actually fit it you couldn't fly it in and out it's just the space of it um and it's just a massive 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 ship it um it's what well, it's the only ship that uh because it can be player-owned and controlled, um, you can, say, go into your bank or you can turn off your computer and your ship disappears. Mm -hmm. The Bengal doesn't. It stays in the game. Um, Yep. And so as a result, it needs to be continually manned 24-7. If if everybody logs off, it stays and it can be taken. Um, And so they were showing it in ATV and the... It's kind of funny because there's always been all this conversation about the Idris, the Idris, the Idris. Oh, hang on. I'm just having to close something. I was just got a weird audio on my head. Um, it, was, uh, it was basically going to be, um, you know, there's always been this conversation about the Idris, the Idris, the Idris. And then everybody focused on that and i we everything everybody knew the bengal was happening but when you actually see it and you see the size the pure physicality of it um the logistics of the ships coming in and going down and moving into the other platform areas uh the fact that it's got a gun underneath it which is just slightly smaller than an idris yeah, yeah, that underside gun. I saw that and I went, "Huh, huh,
0: oh, oh." I don't want to be anywhere near that mm. when it goes off. Wait, no, yes, I yeah. do. I want to be. I want to be floating EVA in front of it when it goes off to see that,
1: yeah. because that will be awesome. Yeah. Um, Blood Dragon says, "I believe any ship larger than destroyer will be persistent like that. I never logs out. I I suspect that's going to be the case. I mean, anything, at least anything Bengal or higher." But uh, right now, Idris, it's, we've got a jump from Idris to Bengal. Uh, actually, we have Javelin. So Javelin it also is, isn't is persistent. So we, it, there could be things going between Javelin and and Bengal, um, which could be persistent. But I uh, think
0: the Javelin has to be docked at a planet to disappear, though.
1: Um... I don't think that's the case. We'll we'll need to talk to the judges and see what the adjudication is. If anybody in chat knows, let us know. I I, I think that's not the case. Um, I think the only one that they have expressly said requires continual everything with is the yeah. was Bengal was the
0: Bengal. Yeah, I thought um, the javelin was also up there because of its size.
1: Yeah, no. there was still like a back and forth. That one was well. Not who knows? I mean, clear. it may change. It may change. Um, But that was that was that was just lovely to see. And it was great to see the uh, Foundry 42 offices. Uh, So we got Mm -hmm. a tour of everything. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing now we also this week we had Austin and next week we're going to have Frankfurt Uh, with uh, this week's uh, uh, discussions. Anything kind of you saw that you liked? Oh
0: God, with this week's discussions or last week's because well, either so all.
1: What what kind of things did you see? Oh mama. Um
0: Well, I saw the Herald, didn't like it, but I saw it. <laughs> Why did you I like just it? don't like the look of the Herald. I like the interior, the exterior, I just I don't it's it looks like a Firefly bug. Not like a Firefly glass ship, but like a bug, a Firefly with the big old butt mm. on the back that looks
1: like it should just glow. But some people like big butts. They cannot lie. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, this is is saying he loves the new Herald. I'm actually Yeah, kind some of... people like it. It's just not my taste. I'm actually coming around to it a little bit. Um, looking at how it's now turning out. It kind of works for me.
0: It's... it's not to the point now where I'm like ew because at first I was just like ew but now it's like well, all right it's 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 nothing special to me but all right I can see it mm, mm, mm. it doesn't make me think info runner though that's the thing
1: <laughs> well these it cases. really it, it it doesn't it just doesn't scream info runner to me mm. um so what about this week did you like apart from the uh, from the drake world? Oh. Oh, my God. Um, for the love of
0: God, there's... Oh, man. Uh, I, I, okay. There's the fact that Lebski Landing Zone is done.
1: Oh, my God, yes. Now, that was an interesting one, how it was worked in. So they were just talking about, um, uh, you know, the persistence and various things that have happened. And uh, prior to uh, the advances in persistence, There had been conversations about what would be rolled out through this year. Um, and, uh, And Levski was to have been rolled out. But we haven't seen it yet, so what was happening? Basically,
0: what happened with Levski was they're like, hey, it was done. But we have procedural planets coming online, and we decided... We want a cool place for you to go with Procedural Planets. So even though it's done, we've decided to hold it back and put it in the Procedural Planets, and that meant we had to add more stuff and tweak it a little bit to kind of make it uh some games call them Hero Zone, some game mm. call them theme parks. I always like the theme park name uh, for a planet, so you have like sort of a theme park zone that you can go to. This is the Levski theme park of whatever planet they put it on. So they basically are like, well, when procedural planets come up, you're going to get that in there. And from what they were talking about in the background with the QA team, they're already testing the procedural planet stuff at Austin. They're just like, oh, we're going down to the planets and
1: coming back up. Rawr. And I'm like, ha- huh? Yeah. Um, can have please. Can can please give. Please the Gib. Give please. Oh, my God. Yes. No, absolutely. Um... So other things. Uh... Oh, my God. Uh, well, it, it was kind of interesting because
0: we were talking about this before and said we'd bring up on the podcast the fact that Levski's done. What does it mean for Nyx? Mm-hmm. Because if I remember correctly, Nyx was the asteroid location for Levski. And Levski was the landing zone without, within Nyx. Did they take Levski outside of Nix, so Nix will be its own thing in the system it was originally designed for, and Levsky will now be this place here, and they'll just call it a different landing zone name for Nix now?
1: Um, you see, it's always been an asteroid. That's the thing. So, uh, I'm wondering if this is just a large procedurally generated asteroid that it'll be in.
0: Maybe. I don't know if it's going to be a planet or an asteroid they procedurally generate for it, though. They didn't say. Because they keep calling them planets, not planetoids or procedurally generated asteroids. Well,
1: what's interesting is that uh, right now I've actually got... I didn't... Do you know what? I was. Uh, I got in very late last night and I saw the uh, a, the latest ATV just at the end. And, and Gracchus and I were talking pre-show and I'm going, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. What the hell? What was I doing? Uh, And I've got um, a rotating GIF in front of me of Grimhex as a flyby. Mm. Um, And I mean, I'm just staggered by it. And I can't, I have to rewatch ATV again, just because I can't believe I missed this in context. Uh, But it's an asteroid. And I'm just thinking. It looks a bit like Nyx. Well, I mean, kind of. No. Uh, A bit. It's It's not as big. Yeah. Yeah. Not as big. Oh, does it look good? Um, but talking of talking of Grim Hex, um, <laughs> you, yeah, you 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 gave me nerd sploosh earlier. Uh, yes. To, yeah. I
0: mean, one they're adding in a different element of gameplay by adding Grim Hex in, so that you've got two spawn locations now, you've got a station now that will have FPS on it. Not the entire area, if I understood it correctly, so it's not going to be like, spawn, shot in the face, spawn, shot in the face. There's going to be a part of it that's essentially a, uh armistice zone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so people can't just sit there above the pad and camp the crap out of it, most likely.
1: Well, we, we'll but see there's what gonna happens. be a
0: Well, hopefully. But then there's another part of it, which is supposed to be FPS PvP-like. Hey, it's a it's a nasty, nasty place. So if you're gonna be a pirate, other pirates might shoot you. On top of that, just the feel of it was so nineteen eighties sci fi is how I'll put it. Blade mm. runner style and eighties sci fi style with that sort of neon signs and coloring, the the dark and dingy, gritty feel of it all. Like the 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 shop, which essentially was The initial model of it was like cassava, quote unquote, just to give you an idea in your head of the type of items that Mm -mm. were in there. But think cassava if someone had stolen all the goods and restarted another cassava. And in the back, they talked about the NPC who is a drug addict. And had this messed up room and this crappy little bed. And I'm like, okay, so they've got it dark, dingy, and they're even saying there are drug addicts in the verse. This is like gritty sci-fi shit this is nice and this is like m rating stuff too because it services the story and i love that they're willing to do that and put that kind of flavor in
1: yeah but at the same time i was loving the new clothes they were showing but everything was like uh they the asterisked out shit and it's like oh now to be honest with you here's the way i kind of see this I, I won't necessarily overly complain about that purely because they need to make the right business decisions um, and you can have the atmosphere of gritty without uh, language because, yeah, well, you know where I'm kind of coming with this. It's, it's, it's more a case of I would thoroughly love a much deeper thing, but I remember there was uh, old threads about porn, prostitution and all that kind of stuff and said, that's real gritty. Um, I would say, no, oh, you're talking shite. um So you know, it's a case of they're absolutely in control with how they want to kind of uh, yeah. set so, and define this. So that's cool. It was like, oh shit, I'd have loved the shit shirt. Okay, that came up. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that that shirt is wonderful, and I think they asked to rest out possibly the shit in that for that shirt. Because it has the word for anyone out there, the word shit on it, and I think it was the H or the I got asterisk.
1: Uh, the I.
0: It got an a- so it it doesn't actually say the word, but we all know what the the shirt says. Yeah. My thinking is that's so they can actually sell that shirt later. We'll see because how it goes. I would buy that shirt. I saw those shirts they were showing the new like T shirt styles and stuff, and I went, I want those shirts in real life.
1: Well, that could be cool.
0: but Like obviously. The, the split Vandal one, the Vandal and Human one. Oh, the one Vanduul and Human one, yeah. Yeah, there were some really nice designs in there and the new clothing design. So they're really putting thought into the style behind the mm. game, which is the really nice part. I, I see that and I'm like, yeah, they're thinking it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's also kind of interesting. Um, and this is me being so nerdy, like you wouldn't believe. Uh, they spent time investigating the architectural background and various odds and sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, They're layering things up. Um, and uh, I'm just kind of wondering well, what does this mean in terms of their culture and their society? Because it sounds as if they haven't really advanced on the day to day beyond what we have. It's always, it's always this kind of fun thing, which is like I, I used to study um, uh, languages. So. Uh, language would change over time and adapt so if we kind of moved forward into their time frame they could be speaking and using words and context that we'd have no hope of understanding so as a a sci-fi trope that normally doesn't happen or it's only peppered very lightly so that you can taste the exotic but you're not actually uh, lost Um, and it was just interesting kind of seeing that because that kind of gives me the impression that they are adopting that kind of approach but uh, across cultural standards uh uh in terms yeah. of language so that's kind of an interesting observation yeah and yeah i mean i can't really say any more on that that was just bing. <laughs> um, but you, you saw a few other things, I think in today's eight, a- in, in today's ATV in yesterday's ATV.
0: Yeah. Um, Jesus. Uh, there was, Oh, the, the, the new, um, game mechanic systems. So oh, yes. I'll say it that way. So people don't think planetary systems, game mechanic systems that are going to be coming online soon TM. And then ones that they already said are soon TM next year. Um, Basically, the first ones that we're going to be getting, and they gave us a, a big old pile list, and they they said, "Here's essentially what we're gonna get hit with in the first run, which is cargo, piracy, uh,
1: mercenary, mercenary?
0: and there was one more, I believe,
1: um, better piracy, super piracy, super pirates." Ah. Um, oh no! those
0: were the three. And then there was subsumption that was listed uh, right above it. They were talking about subsumption. That's the other thing I kind of mm, tied mm, into mm. it because they kind of need both of those for this first thing to go through. Uh, we'll talk about subsumption first because okay. it, it goes into the others. Um, We've talked about subsumption before, but a quick recap for everyone out there. Subsumption is essentially the hub of the AI system. It's the easiest way to put it. It's really, really super complex system, but it's what ties everything together and makes everything run and do its stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It's So when the database is saying, hey, this is what's going on with the economics, it triggers stuff through subsumption to go out and make the people do real world things. And by people, I mean AI. Mm-hmm. It makes them actually have lives. They have jobs to go to. They travel to and fro. They they complete missions on their own yeah. to get resources to and from planets and trigger missions as necessary. If no one picks them up, NPCs pick them up, that sort of thing.
1: But it also runs prioritization as well.
0: Yes. And it it, it basically makes it a living, breathing universe. It's It's what makes the universe behave as a living, breathing existence. So, Subsumption, one of the biggest things that they talked about with it was the fact that it's going to make it far, far, far easier for the designers to create missions. Because right now they're very static missions and apparently very difficult to implement and very prone to bugs and issues and things not working and and exploding horribly and, and going wrong. Which is why the missions that we have right now are... As limited as they are, they haven't really been expanded. It isn't a dynamic system. They're kind of a static start to just sort of give us a feel of how it's going to work in the long run and see how we behave when we're given missions. What subsumption does is when it brings on dynamic missions, because the universe starts living and breathing as, say, you, they bring up other stations to travel to in Stanton, so we need to bring supplies from mm-hmm. Olusar to, you know, uh, Polisar. Because op
1: oh my god
0: I, I just went to the next letter in the alphabet so okay we'll call it olisar and polisar okay. uh you have to you have to bring stuff back and forth however that also might trigger a mission over at um Grimhex, where you know some seedy guy in the bar is like hey i heard uh they're running cargo now between olisar and polisar why don't you go grab me a, a bit of that i'll give you the location and uh you know you'll get a cut because I get, or I'll get a cut of it because I gave you the location and the information. So Mm. you can keep 75% or something, go get it for me. So the person starts off the, you know, they get interdicted battles happen. You may complete your cargo. You may not, but missions are generated and reputation can start being built off of that, which is kind of already in there in an initial way with the, the wanted levels. So they have some early ability to add reputation and these systems just start building on each other really rapidly. So, Subsumption kicks it off, and then we have Cargo. Well, they also mentioned Mercenary. Mercenaries are the pirate hunters.
1: And also so bounty hunters be... as,
0: as well probably
1: as an offshoot of that. For when... uh, they didn't mention
0: bounty hunting yet, which is probably no. going to require separate in-game systems to track targets.
1: The, increased notoriety, hunt specific ones.
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, so mercenaries like early bounty hunter it's protect the cargo runners
1: so there were there were like three tiers they're talking about so it was the cargo piracy mercenary then there was another tier and then there was a very interesting tier they were going to smuggling smuggling yeah
0: that's the one i forgot smuggling was in there which means that we're gonna you know be able to try and hide cargo soon and uh then there was this weird one that wasn't salvage but was kind of salvage
1: hmm yeah so Dougler,
0: you, you you had a comment about this
1: earlier yeah take so, this one so basically they're going to uh uh look at the salvage mechanics uh salvage and mining essentially was what they were doing um and those will be coming out uh not this year uh, n- uh well hang on next, next year. year next year but i want to make sure i'm clear about this but Whenever they, whenever they're coming out, what they're going to come out is without ships. Now, this is actually quite an interesting thing. Um, they normally have been trying. To, now we've we've got fighter ships, and we pew pew the best of us. Some of these fighter ships can carry cargo, so they've already normally put um, ships out that don't ha- that can't utilize all their function. Um, however. Uh, they've always tried, or nominally described, the idea of putting ships out when they have the mechanics in place for the ships. What they're going to be doing with the um, with the, the the salvaging and so forth and mining is put out ships when they don't have the full mechanics out. The oh, sorry, oh, let me. God, oh, my mouth is broken. I said it exactly the wrong way. Um, they're, they're going to be putting out uh, the partial uh, mechanics right, when they don't have ships to kind of actually do them. So those ships will be built and will be in the pipeline, but we're going to get a taste of h- how the mechanics for these actions work out at a micro level. So it will be um, rather than uh, us uh, you know, tear apart a ship with our own ship, have a, a gun or a unit which we can use to selectively strip parts of a ship. Um, but that then uh, will give us like a, a small container or something, but it allows the point to point of the overall um, salvage mechanic to actually be experienced and for them to kind of get the, the various data or whatnot. Uh, I think that's just quite an interesting development. It's the
0: early repair gun. We've already seen the design for the repair gun with the cruise.
1: Well, let's call it the early de-repair gun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's the first step of repairing, where you have to strip the ship apart before you put the new resources into it. So it's it's the section of it that lets you start stripping a ship down. So that was there. There was also the other salvage thing they mentioned in the First section: the ways you can deal with piracy.
1: Did you oh, catch no, that? That's no. what I thought I must you were going have to talk been about. Because that was yesterday. <laughs>
0: um, in there, before even salvage, they talked about ways of piracy. Essentially, you could get someone to drop cargo out for you. Yeah, you could go in and take cargo by force. Or you could just blow the ship up and whatever parts oh are yeah left over in in the wreckage that might still be good you could take that and I'm like what parts might still be good or is it just going to be cargo boxes or might you be able to grab one of them 4As off a ship and go like hey that's still good and that counts well that'd be
1: quite nice so uh, it's
0: like what's going to count in that pre salvage salvage situation for piracy it's like that's you know that that's pretty interesting that's not bad
1: yeah. No, that is actually quite a nice idea. I, I'm just imagining myself as a careful trader looking over some cargo and I'm, I'm leaning over and just, it, obviously you can't do this in game, but I'd love to smell it to see if I can smell panic and burnt hopes. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to be dealing in some very odd cargo.
1: Oh my God. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So I, th- I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Um, it was the, the the thing with this absumption just to get onto that was when uh Zurebek talked about the complexity of it, I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's oh my god. Yeah, that's complex. That's why it's taken so long before we've gotten these systems so, because
0: they're complex pieces to to build out before they can, you know, plug it in to um, the, into the yeah art, base what, architecture.
1: One of the ideas, an example of some of the complexity is if a barman um, can basically make a drink um, and a barman can help to stop up a fight, uh, you make sure that those things are prioritized, um, that he would stop the fight before making a drink. Um, But also, what would happen if you stiffed a barman, uh, what would their uh, follow-on actions from that be? It wouldn't be to give you more drinks. um, It would also be, probably look for security or to and or to throw you out uh and then there's all these kind of escalation paths so imagine um uh you've got all those kind of logic paths running for one character um who also will probably be going look it's near my break time or i i need to go home or i have a bathroom break looking at all those kind of priority sequences And it's not just the one AI character. Uh, but so we're talking exponential interactions um, and loopholes and gaps and things that could be abused, which they're working on, um, making sure everything is great. That is uh, fantastic. Uh, we've got a question in um, chat, which is kind of uh, apt, given what some things have been released today. Uh Ham2 Slices says, What is Big Benny's? Big Benny. Uh well Big Benny's is uh is, uh much yum, so much Wow, Um is a vending machine in the game um that took on a life of its own. So we were actually talking about um procedural or we're talking we were talking about missions, not procedural missions. We're talking about missions. And there's been a couple of missions created in in the in the slice of the game that we have. And they're fine. Don't get me wrong. They're fine. But the community went gaga over uh, Big Benny's vending machine that uh, are in various stations. Because it turns out that you could take them with you and put them on your ships and have adventures with them. Um, and, it t- and it took quite a bit of uh, manipulation to kind of make that happen. Um, there was a challenge, which was that you spawn in Port Olosar, and, uh, they were saying, look, can you bring and take a photograph of a Big Benny's in your spawn room? Now, the secret about that is that going from your, uh, the hallway into your room, there was a ridge, a step, which was annoying as Mm -hmm. fuck. Um. That challenge was actually
0: started by Bad News Baron. Yeah,
1: that was. Um. So it's become a bit of a thing. Now, uh, today, as of recording, Big Benny T-shirts are now available. Uh, And um, as discussed in Reverse the Verse, the QA team and various other people are looking at making the vending machine operational within game. And a couple of other vending machines. It's become test cases Mm. for
0: them. The, the reason it's become test cases, and actually this is something I did talk about live on stream before, was I actually found crashes by putting too many objects into the ship. And then I was thinking about, well, what would it take to make the Benius machine available to everyone? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then would it just be one vending machine and everyone has to hunt it? Okay. But then if it's an actual live object, it has to be tracked for everyone at the same time. And I, I started going through the, the train of thought where like, what are all the cases that are required just Mm -hmm. to get this one vending machine to work? And how does that work for everything else? And then I went, Oh, Oh, this is actually a good test for me to do on PTU, which is why I would do the Benny's run on PTU. And then today they were talking about it and their QA team very likely came to the same conclusion. Mm. Um, I have a QA background. That's QA people tend to think alike. We, we, we look at how can we break this all the time and it was the same thing. It was basically, there's a whole pile of work that goes into making a, a just a vending machine an object that everybody can see and mm. then it can be tracked anywhere in the universe and it'll spawn in for everyone. And you could dump it out in the middle of space, someone could run into it. Like, there's a lot of stuff that oh, goes yeah. on with that. So, um, it's uh, it, it actually had me really excited going. It's kind of cool that that became, you know, a, a line of thought within and and a way mm. to actually test the game and make it better. Yeah.
1: Um, an interesting question, and it's a it's a fun one to answer. Uh, uh, uh so we just explained Big Benny's and uh, ham two slices follows up going. I thought Star Citizen was like a space sim. Yes. Yes. But um, it, Star Citizen is uh a space sim game but it's coming from the perspective of uh as much immersion as can possibly happen so think of it as a space sim game but from a first person perspective uh which means that um you fly in your ship you fly in your ship you are not the ship uh so when you control the ship that you're flying around in the character that you are controls the ship that you're flying around in Uh, and that means you can get out of the ship and fly other ships uh, go to other stations walk around planets uh, drive around, explore, have gun combat, even without ships and engage with other players in that fashion Um, so yes absolutely it's a space sim game but uh a space sim game that exists uh, beyond the ship. And also, to be honest, some of these ships are fucking huge. It would be a pain if you couldn't walk around them. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, Grakis, you wonderful man of love, uh, where can we find you?
0: You can find me on twitch.tv slash grakis, G-R-A-K-E-E-S, uh, you can also find me anywhere else on the internet there, Twitter, YouTube, and so on. You just look for Grockies, and you will find me. Just don't go into the images search on, you know, Google with uh, no, our, our, our turned yep. off.
1: Yep. And you can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash That's D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. And I'm also on Twitter under that. And also, if you're in the UK um next week uh next weekend actually you can find me at BritizenCon. um we'll put a link uh in the podcast and in chat uh it's basically citizen con was in manchester last year it's in la this year uh but uh, uh the guys here uh the fans like it so much they're having their own wee mini get together so that's happening next saturday so, we'll shout that out uh, in chat. And hopefully, if you're around, pop over say hi. There's myself, there'll be Board Gamer, and a few other people. Uh, we'll all be there just uh, chilling out and having fun. So, look forward to it then. Meyer test as well. Meyer test yes. as well. And there's a, 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 a few other people. Oh, hang on. I've just got a. There you go, Board. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, we'll see you all next time. Take care, everyone. Bye, Ali. Bye.
0: like what you heard please do feel free to follow us we also do video stuff as well and give us a review on iTunes it doesn't matter if it's good bad or just indifferent we want to hear what you have to think well not
1: everything you have to think i mean that that could be a lot